0: I have two words for you if you want to raise capital, Facebook ads. Our guest today will be explaining how to maximize online marketing to increase your investor database. But
1: first, you know the drill. You really need to think about what Facebook really is as a platform. Facebook is like a party where everybody goes to hang out, it's an environment where they get to mingle with each other. So you have to keep that in mind, that it's that type of environment. So nobody really likes that guy at the party that comes up to you and you know tries to pitch you something 30 seconds after shaking your hand. Welcome to Investing in the U.S., an Aussie's guide to U.S. real estate. A podcast for international investors and real
0: estate entrepreneurs looking to break into the U.S. market. G'day, g'day guys and welcome to another cracking edition of Investing in the U.S. and Aussie's Guide to U.S. Real Estate. From Los Angeles, I'm Reid Goosens. Good as always to have you on this show. Today we have another cracking show jam-packed full of incredible investing advice and tips to help you take your investing career to the next level. Thanks for taking some time out of your day to check out this show. If you're wanting to hear any of our previous episodes, head over to www.rsnpropertygroup.com forward slash podcast, or you can find this show on where you know wherever your podcast. We're on Stitcher, we're on SoundCloud, and we're on iTunes. So, as most of you know, I only interview the cream of the crop and industry leaders who are absolutely killing it when it comes to their real estate investing niche, and today is no different, so let's get cracking and into today's show. Guys, are you having a hard time finding and sourcing great single-family cash-flowing properties? I bet you're finding it hard to locate a good cash-flowing deal in your local market, right? Well, on the show, we are all about successful investing and successful investing begins with the right properties in the right markets with the right team. Here at Investing in the US Podcast, we have joined forces with that right team, which is Narada Real Estate. The team at Narada Real Estate specializes in finding great cash flowing single family properties across different markets within the United States. Check out naradarealestate.com to find out more. That is N-O-R-A-D-A real estate.com. Today the entrepreneur in the hot seat here to give us the inside scoop on Facebook marketing to increase your investor database is Paul Hopkins. G'day Paul, welcome to the show. Hey, g'day mate. <laughs> Love it. Everyone keeps trying to do g'day and it are slowly and slowly getting better. Hopefully as, <laughs> as people listen to it they will get better and uh, take on my g'day. How you been? I'm great, great. How about you? Good, mate, good. Busy week, but uh, I love it to be busy. But guys, I just want to give you a little bit of background on Paul before we dive into the nuts and bolts. So Paul, like myself, has a background in engineering and construction. He spent over 12 years working on huge infrastructure projects all over Canada and the United States. Paul started flipping houses after working over the weekends whilst he was grinding away at his J-O-B. But today, Paul is the COO of Direct Source Wealth, and he owns his own real estate wholesaling business that works virtually in multiple states across the united states he's partnering on large portfolio acquisitions syndicating on multi-family deals and commercial properties he's also partnering with other busy professionals who want to create wealth through investing in real estate so they too can retire early and spend time with their families Paul, awesome stuff, mate. I obviously love talking to other, as I like to call it, recovering engineers. But before we dive into today's nuts and bolts, can you tell us something that most people might not know about you unrelated to being such a successful real estate entrepreneur? Sure. I was sponsored for snowboarding
1: uh, when I was in high school and my first year of college. So that's uh, something something interesting. Who are you sponsored by? Sponsored by a local uh, snowboard shop in mm-hmm. uh, outside of Denver, and uh, a little ski area um, that was up in the mountains as well. So,
0: awesome. So, uh, and how long were you sponsored for?
1: Uh, two years.
0: Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. I, I went to a school with a couple of guys who were sponsored for surfing. Similar sort of thing, but not not the snow. It's the beach. Yes, <laughs> so that's right. Yeah. asking the little guys. So, with all that being said, let's give us a little bit more about your background. You've gone from being, a, as I said, an engineer uh, into being a full time real estate investor. That doesn't obviously just happen. Do you want to give us a quick summary and maybe anything that I, mi- I left out in the introduction?
1: Sure. Yeah. Just like a lot of people, I you know I went to school, um, got good grades, and. Went on to university to get a good job, and I, I really enjoyed what I was doing as a construction engineer. You know, I was building some really impressive bridges in Canada, and, you know, was enjoying that, but I was, I was working really long hours, um, anywhere between 60 and 80 hours uh, easy, uh, and it was draining, um, and I was responsible for a lot of people, uh, a lot of engineers and um, iron workers, carpenters that sort of thing. But uh, in my evenings, I was, you know, working on my own primary residence and flipping those houses um, as I was living amongst the mess. And really how I actually I got into construction was uh, my parents were doing fix and flips in Denver. And, you know, I, I was helping them out, learning a bit of the trades. And then um, during my summer jobs, I would be, you know, working on commercial projects and I got the, uh, the bug to get into construction and I uh, got my background in engineering and then uh, took it, took it big. But, um, you know, while I was working these long hours, I was getting tired and starting to raise a family and, you know, I didn't see myself, I didn't want to become this grouchy old man that I saw that, uh, I was working around and just really looking for something else. And so while I was still in Canada, you know, I was, I was learning about, uh, you know, wholesaling and real estate investing and thought I'd just give it a crack. And as you say, (laughs) and, uh, so I I started educating myself more and more on, on wholesaling and actually did my first wholesale transaction virtually while I was working up in Canada. And, uh, that just kind of gave me a foot in the door and started doing that more and more. And. It, it, basically, it led to me, you know, wholesaling uh, multiple properties in a month, and gave me the confidence to really step outside of the engineering role. So, uh, fast forward a little bit uh, down the road is I was at a networking event and uh, I was putting together basically a deal to purchase a couple uh, houses in a portfolio, and was networking with uh, another investor who was uh, looking to raise capital for apartment buildings. And uh, we chatted a little bit more about it. And, you know, as time went on, uh, we started to build that relationship and we eventually talked about a partnership. And so that that led me to basically leaving my job. Uh, I was, you know, tired of working, working as a civil engineer and, you know, wanted to jump into uh, you know, the big game of apartment investing. So, uh, in order to do that, and I was like, I, you know what, I'm going to leave my job and take this risk and do this full time. It's paid so, off. It sounds like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's gone very well. So, you know, when I, I actually left my job almost a year ago, um, it was October of 2015 and, uh, you know, basically day one we were coming up with a plan of, you know, okay, so how are we going to do this? Um, and, and uh, we figured that we need to do uh, focus on marketing and, and so at that point I was like, well you know I'm, I might as well learn about digital marketing and really got into Facebook ads and just started increasing it, learning more and uh, you know expanding the context of, of digital marketing to grow our investor base.
0: That's awesome. and I guess that's a segue into, the today's show, but um, I want to congratulate you for taking that step and taking the plunge because I'm sure it would have been very, very scary making that mental, uh, you know, just mentally getting over the barriers of, you know, you've got a family, you've got a young family and just, you know, throwing throwing caution to the wind and, and, and taking that leap. So have, have you looked back since? I know, you know, I know you've only been in it for a year, but uh, have you been looking back and, you know, should I
1: go back to engineering or are you you're happy where you are right now? Oh, I'm, I'm definitely happy with the uh, the choice that I made.
0: Awesome I mean, stuff.
1: I've I've learned a lot of things. There's nothing that I can mentally prepare myself for. Exactly. But uh, I just had to take the leap. Otherwise, um, you know, I'd probably live with that regret for the lot the rest of my life, wondering, wondering if it was going to work.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that's so important. I didn't mean to cut you off there, but yeah, I think that is 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 key, right? If you if you have that regret, I I would rather have a crack at something. And fail than not have a go at all, you know, and just sit there exactly. and be, and, and, be ha- and be happy with the norm. I think you have got to push yourself, and a lot of people out there just don't—they're too afraid of focusing on the negatives and not focusing on the on the positives, which is which you know. No one has a crystal ball, and anything can happen. But you've got to back yourself. At the end of the day, with that being said, I know you just briefly touched on the marketing side. Let's dive into it. Let's dive straight into the nuts and bolts sure. of today's show, which is, you know, as I wanted to bring to the the listeners out there, just another way of increasing your investor database by leveraging online marketing. And I know you and I have spoken a lot offline about how you've gone about doing this. you know, you obviously don't have a marketing background. So do you want to walk (laughs) us through from a macro point of view, how Facebook marketing works and in in, in
1: general, uh, online social media? Sure. Yeah. And and something that I should probably point out is, uh, you know, marketing, I had no idea what marketing was. But uh, I do know that marketing is important to any business, um, marketing and sales. Um, And marketing is a skill. And it's a skill that can be learned, um, much like real estate investing. It's you know, it's uh, a skill that can be learned over time, and it just takes practice. And, you know, I had no idea what I was doing. So I got uh, got educated on it and learned a lot about Facebook. And um, something that I, I learned that why Facebook is so powerful is because there's 1.6 billion users on Facebook. It's bigger network. than most countries. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and what I found out is that uh, you can target any group any demographic and any interest with your ads and you know i bet i bet when you look out there you don't know too many friends that don't have a facebook account so you can you could pretty much reach everybody that you want so you know that's from a from a macro point of view that's uh, that's why facebook is so powerful
0: yes and it is you know as you said everyone has a facebook account i would have expected it to you know like some older um, social media is that sort of kicked off in the early 2000s that it would have had its heyday and it's gone away but it's still kept its relevance and it's uh, it's kudos to Mark Zuckerberg and the team at Facebook because mm-hmm. people are still using it it's now become more of a media uh, outlet for news and information so yeah that's that's awesome so 1.6 billion people that's incredible so to so walk us through how you get set up what's the sort of nuts and bolts of if I'm never have touched Facebook, uh, ads in my life. How does it go to increasing my, you know, my clicks, my leads, my, you know, investors at the end of the
1: day? Because that's what we're all here to try and do is raise capital, right? Right, exactly. So you, you really need to think about what Facebook really is as a platform. Facebook is like a party and where everybody goes to hang out. It's an environment where, you know, they, they get to mingle with each other. So you have to keep that in mind that it's that type of environment. So Nobody really likes that guy at the party that comes up to you and, you know, tries to pitch you something 30 seconds after shaking your hand. So, <laughs> so the, the key to generating leads is first make friends and build a relationship and trust with people before you really try to sell them a product. With Facebook, you have the ability to really clone yourself and get yourself in front of the right people at the party, so to speak. Uh, your target market. Once you get them to know you, uh, you basically invite them back to your house. What being a website or a blog, podcast, um, whatever it is, and, and you carry on the conversation. So, you have to um, use that kind of uh, mental building, uh, building your ads. Yeah. So when you when you're building your Facebook ads, you're you're really building a digital asset. Right. Um, and it's interesting and, that you said about the
0: walking into a party, we're all a part of, we've all been to networking events where there's like one guy straight in there and he's talking about himself and what he's doing and that's all well and good, but sometimes it's a little bit overbearing. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I like yeah. the analogy about how you, you're you attracting people back to your house or your website or your podcast, because that's essentially what you're trying to do, right? You try to increase your reach uh, through these ads on Facebook and, you know, Facebook has 1.6 billion users. So it's a great way, but yeah, continue. So, so you've got the the analogy of, of how it
1: works, yeah. I'm, how do I then go about specifically targeting a certain demographic? To give you more a little bit about a background in Facebook, so Facebook has more data than anybody else that we know of. Thanks to the like button that you have on Facebook, uh, Facebook knows what people are interested in. They're interested in restaurants, they're, the TV shows that they like, music, causes that they believe in, uh, people that inspire you, and even political views. So, um, not only do they know about the people and users that are on Facebook, but they also know what happens when you leave their site. So a lot of businesses have on their websites a Facebook pixel. It's kind of like a cookie if you've never heard that term before. And so what Facebook is doing is they're tracking their users uh, to different websites, and they know what you're purchasing, what you're reading. Um, even after you know, Facebook's shut down, like even
0: after you've gone away from Facebook, you don't have any tabs open that related to Facebook, they're still tracking the purchases
1: and stuff that we're doing online. It, yes, they are. Yep. Exactly. Wow. So, so they're building a massive database. And the last time I heard, they had at least 2000 data points on every person. Wow. Um, 2000. Jeez. You probably <laughs> don't know 2000 data points about yourself, but they do. <laughs> so, um, you know they they can they've also partnered with other data sources to collect information on their users such as like you know what's your net worth what's your income your vehicle purchases your home values that's why facebook is so powerful is because it gives you it, it, they make it easy for you to target your specific market for your product or service i'm sure everybody has all seen you know in their facebook feeds when they're scrolling through they'll see a sponsored ad and, uh, you know, if, if you've noticed that those ads are catered to some of your interests. To give you an example, basically my news feed is full of real estate investing ideas. Uh, and I'm sure Thank it's the same, the same with you. Um, and, and why is that? It's because Facebook it knows who you're interested in and, and, the, and the topics that you're interested in. So that's why it's, it's so powerful. So to kind of get into your targeting, you, you need to basically set up your, your audiences. So I guess getting started with Facebook ads, you need to know who your, cust- or who your audience is. Who are you going to target? Um, and you may have like an existing database of people. Um, you, you, know, you have similar interests. You need to know what, uh, what your audience is really looking for. Um, and there and what are the similarities so you can you can set up different audiences to target different demographics so to speak so you can definitely dive deep uh, into who your audience is I mean you could find you know single single mothers that walk their dog on a Thursday <laughs> morning in, in the park right you know you, you could get pretty detailed um, yep. on who you're looking for so Really, when you get into it and you start looking at your audience and you start researching who your audience is, you can dive into their likes, their interests, their locations, their age, their gender, any languages, if they're interested in real estate investing, who they follow, and that sort of thing. And so you you kind of build these uh, custom audiences uh, behind the scenes that you're going to show your ads to. Give me an example of... Who's Paul Hopkins' target
0: audience right now? Like, if I went on to your Facebook ad manager, who would you who would I see as your number one target?
1: Okay, an easy one to start off with is people that uh, may follow Robert Kiyosaki, uh, and so obviously the people that follow Robert Kiyosaki have an interest in real estate investing potentially. So you you try to target those type of people. Um, you know other other interests like Brian Tracy or Jim Rowan or uh, Napoleon Hill you know these these people that are looking to improve um, maybe their net worth and so you target those types of people and then you could also get down into um, detailed targeting as to uh, you know what their um, income is and what their net worth is and and set up your audiences to or your ads to focus on that audience
0: that's incredible yeah that's truly truly incredible to get that to uh such a you know just hone down hone down niche till it hurts and Mm -hmm. i guess it's it's it works right and that sort of leads me to my next question is how successful are you or you know how many clicks are you getting is it all about the clicks because you know you talk about other uh, marketing uh or mass marketing in terms of direct mailers and cold calling Facebook marketing is obviously relatively new compared to those other two techniques. What what are your sort of success rates when you when you're doing your Facebook marketing?
1: Yeah, so you know it's gonna it's gonna vary, and it depends on, on really what you're trying to achieve and what your target is. Now, to give you an example, uh, I'll, I'll give you an example of wholesaling. You know the ways of sending out direct mail. Um, is is a lost art form, or it's a, it's an old art form, but uh, it's it's becoming dead. And you could actually use Facebook to, to target. And that, granted, it's not very easy to target motivated sellers. You can't specifically target people that are in a foreclosure or that just got a divorce. Um, you know, it, it's hard to kind of uh, set up that niche. So you have to get a little creative um, with that. But uh, to, I guess, give you some more examples, when you're trying to grow your investor base and you set up your audience, just to kind of give you some more details, um, you know, one of my target audiences is uh, people that are in- interested in investing um, or in- in- that are partners of or belong to an investment club. And you know, I've-, I've narrowed it down to a potential reach of 500,000 people. So that's you know, it's a fairly large group of people. Uh, that's in my audience. And for about $5 a day, you can reach about 430 to 1,000 people per day within that target audience. And it all depends on like who's really on Facebook that day and uh, who happened to get to, to see that uh, sponsored ad. So that's, um, that's your potential reach uh, for you know, a simple $5 a day just to get started you're going to get your ad shown to you know, at least 430 people a day. And of course, the more that you spend, the more that you're going to have your ad shown to. So you know, take it from $5 a day to $50 a day within that same $500,000 potential reach. You're reaching around 2,500 to 7,000 people a day. So it, it's, it's an incredible tool to get you out there in front of the masses, you know, you don't have to network, go to go to these networking meetings, and you know, stand in front of a room of you know twenty people and, and be there for a couple hours. You set this up for fifty dollars a day, and you're getting in front of twenty-six to seven thousand people a day. Wow, that's so, that's incredible. That is yeah, the, the the sheer scale, and I think it really emphasizes.
0: Just how big Facebook is, and you're you're just net you're just marketing people who like uh, real estate networking clubs. You know, there's so many more people out there that like different things related to real estate investing. So this mm-hmm. sort of brings me to my next question: is that with all the different types of people out there on the web, on the you know, you got older people, you got younger people. I'm assuming you have a variety of ads you don't just you don't just keep flogging one ad to someone it's you know, exactly you have yep. a campaign and for all those people out there who are laymans like myself you know explain the different types of ads you have in your sort of tool belt that you'll you'll bust out every day or every other day to, to keep other other you know
1: audiences so to speak interested sure the hierarchy of creating your ads is come up with a campaign and first of all what, what are you going to be advertising? And once you got that figured out, you're you're going to be either driving people to a blog or to a podcast or to your website. Once you've got that campaign kind of figured out, then you start um, diving down into your different audiences or your ad sets, as uh, Facebook calls them. And so you set up different target audiences. Uh, you you know target people that might be interested in investing or investing clubs. You can target people that are of a a certain age with a certain net worth and income, uh, certain locations. You could could identify those people through an audience. And something else that's, that's really powerful with Facebook, too, is you can take your existing clients or contacts, upload them into Facebook. And what Facebook can do is, uh, create a, uh, an audience based on those clients. but another thing that they can do is create a look-alike audience. So people that look similar to your existing content or co- uh, contacts, sorry. So say you have 100 people that, uh, that are in your database, uh, you can create a lookalike audience that look very similar to the same um, people that are in that database and turn it into 2 million people. So, you know, you can come up with those different audiences. So, um, so that's a different ad set. So you come up with these different ad sets, and below each one of those ad sets, you can target basically their needs and their pains, their wants, uh, with with ads and the ad copy. So you get down now into what the ad is going to look like, and you come up with, uh, you know, basically a headline, what it is that you are offering. Um, and then, you know, a, a nice image that just cat, uh, catches the eye as people are just scrolling through their feed. You need to have something that just kind of pops out and stands out. And then probably a little bit of uh, a description as to what it is that you are offering. You're really trying to get the right person to click on that ad, and once they click on that ad, they are then taken to a landing page or a blog site or um, some other lead magnet that you're offering. And so, yeah, you can you can set up um, all these different ad sets, which are basically your audiences, and then below that, you can send different ad copies. And so you're basically like doing a split test. If anybody's familiar with that term, you're you're showing multiple different ads to the same group, um, and you're seeing which one works best for that group. You're you're seeing which ones get the more clicks and uh, more lead conversions. And you can just simply turn off the ones that aren't converting very well. And it's a continual process. I mean, it's not a set and done type of thing. You're, I'm constantly going in and, and adjusting and modifying and tweaking my ads and my ad sets so that I'm getting the best performance from my, from my marketing.
0: Sure, awesome. And I guess what I'm just thinking whilst you're speaking, like. All those random videos I click on, you know, the cute animal videos or the BuzzFeed videos <laughs> that that come up on your feed. But that's that's essentially what it is. But we're doing it for real estate, and so you'd have to then target it instead of like the top ten cutest things you've seen on a puppy dog. It's <laughs> the it's the top ten things you can you know ways you can make real uh, money through real estate or something like that, and that absolutely, will interest, yep. And that will interest someone, right? That's the sort of that's the nuts and bolts of it, correct? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah, you're awesome. And what you're doing really is you're providing content. You're getting somebody to know who you are. The, the more they kind of see who you are in their Facebook feed, the more they're, they're going to become curious and they're going to get to know you. They're going to get to like and trust you. Um, and then, you know, they're going to eventually opt in. And so that's I think that's the key that um, that we want to talk about with at least marketing these days is you as a business owner, you're going to go first, and you're going to provide the content and start to build that relationship with somebody so that they get to know you. And then that opt in will happen. And once you get that opt in, you carry on the conversation. When you are saying opt in, you're you're meaning someone actually executing on the click and then going to your website. Is that
0: what you mean by opt in?
1: Yeah, or 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 going to your uh, landing page and downloading, you know, the 10 steps to uh, creating wealth or, uh, you know, Six benefits of uh, investing in multifamily assets. You know those kind of uh, lead magnets that you uh, you can create.
0: Sure, 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 sure.
1: Awesome stuff. So
0: tell to me a little bit about how many how much success have you guys seen your company seen so far with the these lead generations in terms of actually converting people into investors in your deals or uh, starting a conversation. What, what's the, I'm sure there's a spectrum. There's obviously the click, and then there's your engagement, and then there's obviously then. Your end goal, which would be to have a follow-up conversation, have a, have a meetup, uh, or have a, so have a face-to-face, and then hopefully they become an investor. So they're gone from this sort of evolution of Facebook user to clicker to looking at your website to meeting or to phone call to meeting to investing. Exactly. Yeah. H- how many people do you get through that entire cycle?
1: Sure. I'll give you some, uh, some details. We have a current campaign that's going on right now that we spent about $2,100 to date in Facebook ads. That campaign has reached 116,000 people. Uh, and from that 116,000 people, maybe not everybody's clicked on it, but there's, there's been about 15,000 people that have, let's call it, converted. They clicked on the ad, they've gone to our website, um, and they've looked at the content. So 15,000 people from basically $2,000 spent. Or uh, it, it really comes down to a $0.14 cents conversion rate. Or your click to your website. Um, So to break it down even further, out of those 15,000 conversions that we've had, um, about almost 7,000 of them um, went to our specific landing page. You know, 15 out of the 15,000, 6,000 went to the landing page. Uh, Some of them went to our website. Some of them just went to our Facebook page. But then, 70 of those 7,000 people that went to our landing page became a lead. So when you look at it that way, we've, we've basically spent $30 to get a lead, a name and a contact and a, um, a phone number. Right, right. Um, and,
0: I, and I guess that's another question because, you know, for a layman, you want someone to click and then someone to go to your website, then how do you capture that? that, that their information to, you know, or is it before they download the, the content or is it after they've done, done that? It, it, you know, is it, is a space at the bottom become, you know, contact, contact us now if you want to learn more, how does that work?
1: Yeah. So there's, um, I, I should have explained a little bit more backing up. You're going to be driving basically your ads to uh, different, like different audiences that are either cold, warm or hot. So for a cold audience, you want to drive them to, uh, you know, just content, free content, like a blog, um, where they get to know a little bit more about you. Once you have somebody that's gone to that blog, using a Facebook pixel um, or a cookie, you can retarget those people that came to your website and looked at your content. Uh, and so once once you have that Facebook pixel and you're retargeting them, then you drive them to a webinar or a lead magnet, some other tool to generate that lead. So where they have to actually opt in, give their information to get that product or, or lead magnet, yeah. So once, once they opt in, you now have their contact information. You have their name, phone number, email, whatever you want. Um, and, and you just basically add that to that database. Now you can... You could set up a system where once it comes into your database, you know, they get an, uh, an automated generated email um, right to their inbox, and then you know, a series of uh, follow-up emails to uh, just kind of get them to know a little bit more about who you are, what you do. Um, so you're basically setting up this giant system for your leads, and the goal is to educate them, educate them on you know, why they want to invest in real estate, why they want to invest with you. And you you hope that we carry on that conversation. So hopefully that answers your question. no that that's that's that's
0: been incredible. i so many more questions come to mind, but I know this, we've only got a short period of time to to be interviewing. So I want to dive into a little bit more about, you know, so you set up the Facebook marketing and then what sort of platform do you use to hit them with those follow-up emails? Once they've opted in, is there a particular uh, website or source that you use to, to follow up to have that automated email? I, I know I've had it done to me. I'm sure a lot of people listening to this podcast have opted into something. Then two days later, they get an email and then three days later, they get another email and four days later, they just <laughs> yeah. keep getting emails. So is there a particular website that you use? Uh,
1: Yeah, we use ClickFunnels. ClickFunnels Uh, ClickFunnels is basically our our landing page platform. You know, we have, when we're retargeting our warm audience to get them to opt in, we drive them to our ClickFunnels website. And ClickFunnels is basically set up for uh, lead capture. Um, And so once we've captured that lead, um, that lead goes into our uh, database, which is Infusionsoft, um, and we use Infusionsoft to send out, um, you know, basically our marketing campaign uh, of, of follow-up emails, and and then it also uh, helps us know where this uh, lead came from, so that we could reach out to them, talk to them a little bit more, get to know who they are, what they're looking for, basically have the investor interview with them and then add that information into our database that's that's uh, it, incredible it sounds like yeah. a very
0: very set up systems and i'm and uh, i love the systems because once it becomes automated you can then start taking a little bit more of a, it doesn't all have to be you driving it every single day for eight hours a day. It's very automated and you can just take a chill pill and (laughs) when someone someone comes in and emails you and says, Hey, I want to talk then fantastic. It's it's sort of, it's
1: presented to you because Facebook and and all your systems are doing the hard work for you. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's been a lot of work for us to get to this point. I mean, um, like I said before, I left my job just about a year ago and it's taken us a while to get to this point and you know it doesn't happen overnight and it's a lot of content it's a lot of marketing it's a lot of trial and error to see what works but um, you know I had a, a mentor of mine that said five leads a day keeps poverty away and and up to this point you know what we've built you know we're getting in front of thousands of people every day and we're generating leads every day and we're we're up to at least 20 leads into our system a day of qualified investors. Uh, and, and so that system that we set up, it's our digital asset. It's, it's putting money back, basically back into our pocket at the end of the day. So, and it's working whether or not we're, we're working. So, <laughs> and that's the best thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's,
0: the, that's the beauty of it I think that's you know people out there understanding automation and how that works and getting your head wrapped around it and you know people might think well how does Facebook even apply to real estate but when you're growing your real estate investing business you need investors to fund your deals and you'll get to a point where you you're you're going to max out the current investors that you have in your friends and family and your, mm-hmm. your immediate circle so having other tools in your tool belt to leverage Facebook to leverage online marketing is very 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 powerful absolutely So, Paul, with all your experience uh, using Facebook marketing, I know you're primed to give me your top five investing tips for the US. You ready to get into it? Yeah, let's do it. Awesome, mate. What's the most successful habit you practice to keep on track towards your goals? Uh,
1: I would say that it's my daily success worksheet. This is a tool that was taught to me from two different uh, real estate mentors of mine, but I've Changed it and adapted it to fit with my own business and goals, but it helps me keep focus on um, on business generating money making activities. Uh, so really, it's a, it's a spreadsheet that I use daily, um, and it's broken up into three different sections. You know, personal development actions, promotional actions, and communication actions. So you know, for a personal development action, it's like reviewing my goals, uh, going to the gym, uh, education. And for promotional actions, it's you know, like digital marketing, getting on the phone, calling people, doing email blasts, and communication actions, like money-generating actions, like uh, analyzing properties, presenting offers, and you know, going to um, hosting cash flow games or facilitating cash flow games. So it's like a scorecard for my day. And each activity that I do is assigned a point. Um, and so the higher the points that I score throughout the day the greater the chances I have of becoming successful. Interesting, that's really, really interesting. Um, would you be at all
0: willing to share it with the listeners if they were to reach out to you?
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah, they cool. can they can contact you, uh, me directly at paul at directsourcewealth.com and I'd be happy to share that with them.
0: Awesome, we're gonna have all those links on the website as I mentioned earlier in the show. So Paul, you might have already mentioned it, um, but most successful tool you use in your real estate
1: business? <laughs> um, I would say the most successful tool, or influential tool, um, is podcasts. Uh, I think it was Brian Tracy that says, your car is a university on wheels. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so when, when I was working full time at a job, I, you know, during my commute, um, hour each way, I was listening to podcasts, and I started expanding my context. Uh, learning more and more about um, you know, real estate from a uh, micro and macroeconomic point of view learning about cash flow, tax strategies, um, gold and currency, and, uh, uh, of course, marketing. Um, so, But uh, you know, I try to make it a daily habit to listen to about an hour of podcasts a day uh, so that uh, I'm, I'm continuing to educate myself as well. So that, I would say that's my most influential tool that I use today. Awesome.
0: Awesome. Well, everyone out there is already listening to a podcast right now, and I'm sure they're getting a lot of cracking information out of this show. What's the most exciting project you're working on right now?
1: I would actually have to say it's the the business that we're creating. You know, we all have our, our real estate deals, and uh, you know we're working on a couple of exciting ones right now. But what's more exciting to me is actually building this business, um, seeing the the systems that we have in place, and, and uh, what it's doing is just it's mind blowing. Um, and uh, that's it's what's exciting to me is is making this business grow. Awesome. Awesome stuff, mate. Who's the most influential person in your career right now? I would say the most influential person in my investing career um, would have to be, uh, like everybody mentions, Robert Kiyosaki. It all started with Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And, you know, I read that book. And I actually, funny enough, I read that book in college. And I I didn't believe it. I I was, I basically threw it off to the side. I was like, that's that never happens. But then, ten years later, I picked that book up again, read it, and I was like, maybe this, maybe this stuff really does happen. Um, and so I, I started to dig into it more. Uh, so I would have to say that it was Robert Kiyosaki, and then because of him, you know, I've got onto podcasts and, and started following other people, you know, listening to Robert Helms and Russell Gray of the Real Estate Guys, and really just expanding the context. So. Uh, th- I would say they, they are the most influential people in my investing career. But I would have to say that you know overall, uh, my family uh, for being so supportive on my goals and encouraging me is, um, is key to my success as well.
0: Awesome stuff, mate. Uh, final question is the best US deal you've
1: completed to date? <laughs> I would have to say that it was my first wholesale transaction. Um, it was the transaction that got my foot in the door in real estate investing. And it gave me the confidence to know that I can do this. And the funny thing is, I I actually did this wholesale transaction. I did it completely virtually. It was a pre-foreclosure house located in Denver, my home city. And the funny thing is, I've never met the seller, I never met the buyer, and I never stepped foot in the actual house. (laughs) And I did this all while working up in Canada. And so I was able to to flip this property and I basically got that, you know, that shut up check um, <laughs> <laughs> that that I could show to other people. Like, look, it works. I did it. Yep. I, I think that was probably the best. I would say the best deal that I've had to date. Um, just just, getting your foot just, in the door. Exactly. Yep. It awesome was all stuff. all all related to that deal. Yeah, man. I, I I can't stress enough to all
0: those listeners out there. You don't get to where Paul is today, you know, with all these successes, without he doing deal number one. And a lot of people get struggle with getting over that that hump of, of making taking the, the 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 jump. Whether it's be you know to leave your day job or to do that first deal, uh, to pick back up rich dad poor dad because you threw it away to the side ten years ago, and now you thought maybe this actually does work. And it's it's about taking action. So. Awesome stuff, mate. Um, you know, I really want to thank you for jumping on the show today. You've provided to us some really incredible insight into understanding Facebook marketing so much better. I know I'm going to take a lot away from this show and start implementing it in my business. I know you and I have talked a lot offline and I really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So um, just, to, just to recap, you know, in terms of, you know, creating audiences on, on Facebook, uh, using some of the existing contacts you have to create those audiences and, and lookalikes and then creating that copy and the, you know, having a good enticing picture and thinking of it as like a party and then wanting to invite people back to your home or your website or your podcast or whatever that might be so thanks mate for dropping by and chatting with us have a great rest of your week and we'll, we'll catch up soon
1: sounds great thank you
0: well there you have it another great insight into understanding just what it takes to grow your real estate investing business here in the United States. Now make sure you check out all the show notes for a summary of today's conversation with Paul and any links we mentioned on today's show will go up on my website at rsnpropertygroup.com. Whilst you're there on my website, check out uh, or sign up for my newsletter and you keep up to date with all the deals that we're working on right now and all the wine and cheese events I'm hosting in downtown LA. Speaking of LA, if you are in the area and you want to hit me up for lunch or coffee or whatever, just shoot me an email at read at rsnpropertygroup.com group.com thanks again for taking some time at Eday day to tune in to continue to grow your real estate investing knowledge as that's what we're all about here on this show continuing to grow your financial iq if you do like this show and you want to give back jump on itunes and leave us a rating it helps us grow a community of eager listeners wanting to invest here in the united states we're going to do this all again next week guys so take care be safe and remember happy investing